Hello everyone, and welcome back to Election Day. Today, I'm going to talk about the impact of Donald Trump's presidency. Not just for the four or even eight years that he's president, but how he will transform American politics for a while to come. And Donald Trump's long-term legacy is going to be as a revolutionary. As much as he's a Republican and a conservative, he will be known for changing both the ideological composition and the demeanor of American politics. So that's what I'm going to break down today. How has Donald Trump changed what it means to be in politics? Because as crazy as it feels living through his presidency, his long-term effect is going to be even greater. The first way he's done this is by decisively swinging the American political spectrum to be further to the right. Naturally, the trend in America or any political ecosystem is that societies become more liberal. That's why you see generally younger generations being more liberal than older generations. It's not that people change their minds necessarily as they grow up, but that the times become more progressive. And the reason that's the case is because as the ecosystem becomes more interconnected, both within itself and externally, people begin to have a higher bar for what every single human being deserves as a fundamental right. This is one of Bernie Sanders' favorite talking points, in that Bernie wants a higher bar for what everyone needs politically, socially, and economically. That's the logic behind his slogan, healthcare is a human right. But that's not just the Bernie thing. That's where America and all societies trend. That's the fundamental characteristic of society. That's why people become more liberal. It's a broader view of people's given rights. But especially rights as it relates to having a certain standard of life. But Trump winning the 2016 election has put a pause on that, and even pushed it back. He's a reactionary politician in the sense that he wants to reverse the political progression. And he does that by changing the ideological norm. In political terms, this is what's called the Overton Window, what is generally considered and accepted to be the, the norm, the window, basically, of what's acceptable on the political spectrum. Donald Trump's views are so far to the right, so extreme, that they probably would not have been accepted or even considered a part of rational political thought until 2016. In 2016, Bernie Sanders was a major, major contender and popular candidate to be president, and the Republican Party was overwhelmingly moderate. Compare that to today. Donald Trump is the face of the Republican Party, not some moderate. It's Donald Trump. And Joe Biden was largely voted in as the nominee for the sake of electability. 
That's the power of Donald Trump. By showing such far-right views, he has thereby comparatively made a lot of other right-wing views sound more reasonable and more logical. And meanwhile, he's also made his opinions just right-wing and not lunacy, simply by repeating it in the position of president. Essentially what I'm saying is Donald Trump has set back the ideological progression of American politics by at least a decade. By giving a voice to the very far right and forcing Democrats to come further into the middle. Now, could this backfire on Trump as he loses the election? Very possibly, and, num and the numbers do indicate that. But whether he wins or loses, the effect is the same. American politics is so much more conservative than would have been conceivable without Donald Trump. That really shows in his policy and his general behavior. His foreign policy has rejected a lot of its traditional allies, and it'll take a while for him and America to regain that trust. His environmental policy will impact America for centuries. There's no recovering from what you've done to the land. And most of all, Trump's role in appointing a bunch of conservative judges to the Supreme Court, to appeals courts, and to district courts will mean that, you know, because these judges serve for life, the judicial branch in America is guaranteed to be very conservative for quite a while now. And to me, a, a, a really big sign as well was when he defended the people at Charlottesville. Now, a lot of, most people pointed that out and, you know, clearly deemed that immoral and wrong behavior. But the fact that that was even a discussion, the fact that there was even a debate and people defending them and giving them a defense and a voice, that in and of itself brings in opinions that have not been given a mainstream voice in a very, very long time. The second and bigger effect is how Donald Trump has changed not just the ideology, but the style of American politics. There's a sort of shamelessness and a complete lack of responsibility that comes with Trump that we haven't seen with any other president. I think it's perfectly summed up by... Obama said something somewhere, I don't remember the exact wording, but he said something along the lines of, politicians have always lied to you. But before, at least when you caught us, it was like, oh gee, you know, you caught us. But now, you know, in an allusion to Donald Trump, he was saying, now they just go on and double down and lie even more. That's the thing about Donald Trump. And... I just want to come back to the point of my first episode here. It's almost like a child, that lack of embarrassment. Donald Trump has somehow totally taken off all the responsibility 
that comes with being president and essentially made it into a ceremonial and celebrity role. Another way Trump has changed the way political discourse is done in America is that he has a total lack of filter. That's part of why he's super popular. He's not polished. He's not politically correct. He just says whatever is on his mind. That's both his biggest flaw and his biggest upside. Donald Trump has removed the the very respect that was always assumed and deemed necessary in politics. Trump has proved that it's possible to win without that respect towards the opposition. He's shown that it's possible to win by being so vulgar and crass in a way we've truly, truly never seen before. He's, again, even in this aspect, he's changing what's acceptable. Now this is Trump being Trump. Now this is acceptable. Now this is a trait that can be good or bad depending on where you lie on the political spectrum. It's no longer just being unrefined. Building on from that is his politics of anger and hatred and opposition. Of course, political polarization cannot be entirely attributed to Trump, but I also think that he definitely did playing a role in affirming a lot of people's beliefs that, that for example, it's the minorities causing the problems, it's the liberals causing the problems. This finger-pointing and blaming, I think that certainly does do a lot in sowing the divisions in America, of encouraging the people to be inherently suspicious towards the other side. Trump is based on solely being against the enemy, being against the establishment and the people in charge. And so he's never been a leader in that sense, despite being the person who's meant to be in charge. He's always only been against things, not for. And finally, another characteristic is Trump is no longer merely a political figure. The way a lot of Trump supporters regard him is beyond the way that people would typically support a politician. People don't support him as a politician. They treat him almost as a religious, spiritual figure. And that's a, that's a really major point of this episode. Donald Trump has essentially created his own cult of personality almost. The way that people, not all Trump supporters, but a lot of them would literally obey anything he says. It's unbelievable the degree that people trust him and obey him. It's not something you'd see from any other politician. He has transcended the boundaries of politics now. He is a cultural and religious figure. Even if the vast majority of Trump supporters don't fall in this camp, that's still a staggering number who are. That's the biggest personality cult ever. Now, the effects of this will impact Democrats and Republicans and the American public. Everyone 
will be affected by Trump. Republicans, in the sense that they have become unrecognizable from even just a decade ago. People like George W. Bush, Mitt Romney, John McCain, former presidents and presidential nominees, are now no longer in the party mainstream and even denounce the Republican Party over what it has become under Trump. Trump has really transformed what the Republican Party is. Democrats, because every action has an equal and opposite reaction. This politics of anger and fury and hatred has a backlash from a lot of liberals who despise Trump in every way. I think a lot of the furthest left Democrats, ironically, are partially in the same mold of Trump. Not that they're moral equivalents, but the way they conduct themselves and the way they transcend the boundaries of what it means in the typical sense to be a politician is now also present in people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Bernie Sanders. They are kind of the personification of this new Trump-era liberal frustration. Even if these people are more articulate, coherent, or even more mentally stable, they're similar to Trump in the sense that they run a politics of rebellion and opposition. And it affects the American public in that it trains a suspicious, conspiracy way of thinking where there is no more objective truth beyond faith in him. It sows and affirms people's hatred towards the other side in a way that typically politicians don't do as explicitly. And then, of course, from a policy standpoint also, he'll have really far-reaching effects. I think, again, kind of thinking long-term, a big culmination of this might be if Trump loses the election, especially if it's by a close margin, I don't believe Trump is just going out. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's going to put up a fight somehow. And if truly Trump has trained a, a cult level of obedience where people are willing to listen to whatever he says, then you will have a very fractured America where a big proportion of the country does not accept Joe Biden as president. So ultimately... That's my conclusion. Trump has changed America to be more conservative, to be more divided, and he's changed Washington, D.C. into a place with a lot less respect and a lot less restraint. And then, of course, also a lot more hatred and antagonism for the other side. Basically, he's degrading American politics in a way a lot of Democrats really hate, but actually a lot of his supporters like the fact that he is degrading Washington and politics into a place that feels more comfortable and less politically correct. The only way that America will fully reject and get rid of this Trump doctrine of thought 
is if 2020 ends up being a Democratic landslide at almost a Ronald Reagan level. So that's what's going to be up next week. I'm going to talk about my full prediction for the 2020 elections, obviously at the presidential level, but also at the congressional level. So for that, please tune into Election Day next Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time and every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time available at any major podcasting service. Thank you for listening.